0: Love Talk
1: Radio I seen your girl post a bill So I hear her in the DM. Oh I yeah, I see him. Yeah, that's your man, I hate to be him. It goes down in the still. It goes down, it go down in the deal It go down, and it go down. And go, down. It goes down in the DM. It goes down in the DM. I tell them. Snapchat me that pussy. Move. FaceTime oh, me that pussy if it's cool. Woo. Boy, my DM poppin'. Poppin', poppin'. My DM just caught a body. boom. I got some lives in this DM. Boom. They're breaking news if they see them. Move. Move. but Nah, we don't do no talking. We don't do no talkin'. She suckin' shit too often. Fuck nigga. I seen your girl post a bill So I hear her in the DM. Oh yeah, I see him. Yeah, this your man, I hate to be him. It goes down in the DM It goes down. It go down in the DM It goes down. Go down, go down, it go down. It goes down in the deal. It goes down. It go down in the DM It go down. I Hey, when you get screenshots, hit it. Bitch, that D one for everybody, rules. I love the gram, I love the gram, I love the gram. I'm addicted to it, I know I am, I know I am. And I just follow Angela, Simmons. Boy, I got a crush on Angela, Simmons. They like, damn, got it, you bold, bold. Fuck it, I'm gonna let the world know, go. I seen your girl post a DM. so I hit her in the DM yeah oh, I, you, I see him Yeah, this your man I hate to be him It goes down in the feel him. It go down It go down in the feel It go down It go down and It goes down in the feel him. It go down It go em. down in the steel. I tell you down Snatch at me that plus move. Snatch at me that plus if it's Tell me that puss, if it's cool. I seen your girl post a bill So I hear her in the deal oh, yeah, I see him. Yeah, this your man I hate to be him. It goes down in the deal. It goes down, it go down in the deal It goes down, it go down, it goes down in the deal. It, it go down, it goes
2: down in the deal. Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool? Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience very, very inexpensive it will be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at 125 If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to send an appointment. Tell him that the Emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on K Foss Photography. Tell him the Emperor sent you. Everything begins with an honest Open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. All right.
0: yeah.
2: Yours truly here on The Empire And tonight we're going to be talking about the Bill Cosby fiasco I call it a fiasco because suddenly after 40 years Some say even up to as many as uh, almost 50 years There's been accusations that have had no warrant That have had no weight And suddenly now people are wanting to Uh, start to come out of the woodworks and bring about uh, charges against Bill Cosby. And, of course, you know, I I had to look at the differences between what was reported and what has actually been verified as being the truth because, you know, I'm big about trying to get to the truth of the story. And a lot of what you've heard is probably a lot of what – Uh, A lot of other people have heard Which is really not the whole full truth Now some of the truth Is that uh, Bill Cosby has been held In esteem for years uh, Was raised in Philadelphia at the age Of 15 joined the Navy earned a diploma Got a doctorate in education And was able to uh, Use comedy as a Vehicle to launch his Worth now of 400 Million dollars we have had so Much to hear about who this man is and I think a lot of us don't know who he is particularly but we know a lot about who the act. Okay, I got you on hold. I got my, my one of my newest Uh, Facebook friends who happens to be an attorney and he's pressed for time tonight so I don't want to hold him very long I just want to make sure that he can hear me and we can go ahead and get started with our conversation the lines are already filling up we had anticipated having uh, a conversation with you the entire night and uh, people being able to ask questions of you but I know that you just got back from Columbia are you there Mr. Sperling can you hear me
3: Yes, I'm here. Good afternoon. Good yes. evening. How are you today?
0: Yay. Thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes.
3: Fresh in from yes. South America.
2: I know. And look, I am so jealous. Let me just go ahead and get that out in the atmosphere because I was like on your pictures, like, like, like. Why is he having so much fun? I mean, he's just like so super chilled out. You, you had so much to share, and the best I think was the uh, the, the the lobster plate. Oh my God! It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, that lobster was as big as the plate, and you were just like just chilling. You know, this is how we do it. I was like, you know, I needed. I should have gone to law school if that's what it does for you. <laughs>
3: You any, you know what? I tell people all the time, it's the choices that you make in life. It's not necessarily where you went to school or what you went to school to uh, become. It's mm-hmm. whether or not you and your profession have mastered your profession. And if you can get to the top of your profession, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, mm-hmm. and, and properly finance and, and save your money, then you can live like that, too. It does. It's not expensive. It just takes planning. You know, the more money you have, the less planning you have to do. But if you take the opportunity to plan things out, you can live like that, you know. But well, as you saw, Mar- yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: No, you, you were you were balling out. I mean, and I have never seen <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a laid-back ball in my life. Man, when you were on the yacht, I was like, okay, I'm not looking at any more of his pictures because this is really making me feel very, very... Nothing. I mean, I just want no, to be No, no, don't okay. feel
3: like that. I'm from South Central Los Angeles. I was born and raised in the '80s. You know, I slept on the floor as a young child. I, you know, I didn't know who my real father was up until three months, three months ago. My born to a, a woman who was pregnant as a teenager. You know, uh-huh. so I've I've come a long way. So don't uh-huh. feel bad. Be motivated. You see uh-huh. what I mean? Mo- yeah, the, I was.
2: Yeah. I was definitely motivated, but I mean. I know. I mean, and I and I'm and we didn't even come on here to talk about that. But to me, <laughs> you make it sit. You 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 do it with such ease, and you do it with not a whole lot of fluff. But it's almost unimaginable. Uh, you were just like with the regular people, and yeah. to be the the level of of expert at your craft with is law Um, I I, I just didn't, I've never seen anybody just quite that laid back. I mean, you had on your your T-shirt and your shorts. You were out in the sand and just, you know, kind of hanging out. But then you were able to turn it up and dress up and have a good time. I mean, that's, I think, an art, not to get so full of what you have as stuff Mm -hmm. and and understand the truth of what life is about.
3: That's right. That's right. Pride Mm -hmm. comes before the fall. Uh, What I like to do is keep my feet planted on the ground, and I think that's a good segue into Bill Mm -hmm. Cosby. I have mixed feelings about Cosby, you see, because for a time we had him. Well, here's the thing, uh, and I'm not talking to you as an attorney right now, but we'll get into the legal aspects of it and procedural aspects of it. But Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like we always put folks up on pedestals, whether it's the Pope or people like Bill Cosby, and they're the ones that end up, because they feel the way they feel about themselves, they are the ones that end up doing so much dirt behind the scenes that we find out about much later. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he may not be guilty of rape. He may not even be guilty of uh, drugging any of these women. But what he is guilty of is what seems to be excessive cheating on his wife, Camille, who he often spoke about.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
3: you know, the truth always comes to light. Um mm-hmm. I think that what we need to do, and people who have some degree of status or a couple of nickels to rub together, what they need to do is recognize that they are still human beings. They still put their pants on one leg at a time. And that, uh, you know, there is uh, there is only one God, and that is God. And we are not many gods. And we need to stop trying to pretend like that and stop believing people's praises for us and and the accolades that we receive because those can all be taken back. At the end of the day, Uh can you look in the mirror? So do I think Bill Cosby is guilty, at least of this crime, that he's been Uh accused of in Philadelphia? No. Do I think Uh morally he's corrupt? Yes. Uh And Uh so uh, now setting aside my personal feeling and going into Uh the legal aspect, I don't think that DA in Philadelphia has a chance in hell of prosecuting this man to a conviction.
2: Okay, now why is that? Because we had a conversation about it, but I think the listening audience needs to know why you in your particular craft especially would be able to say that why he cannot well, be convicted.
3: Mhm. I'm a I practice per, primarily uh, civil litigation. I'm licensed actually I'm licensed in New York, uh Louisiana, Illinois and Texas. But, excuse me, and I'm I'm giving over. I came back to this cold weather and whew, now I got the sniffles, mm-hmm. but what I want to mm-hmm. say is this district attorney waited until the 11th – I mean, the absolute – it's a 12-year statute of limitations and to folks mm-hmm. who don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the criminal justice system is the state. The state is the plaintiff in that case. When you commit mm-hmm. a crime, you commit a crime against the state. If you commit a crime against a person, you resolve that civilly. You still there steal something from you or you run into the back of their car. That's the statute of limitations mm-hmm. on torts in most states is either one, two, or four years. Um, mm-hmm. So, and that's that's a different thing. Criminal statute, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the prosecutor is the plaintiff on behalf of the state. And in this particular case, he had 12 years or up until January 1st to file his criminal mm-hmm. charges against Bill Cosby. He waited for right. the 11th hour. So now, mm-hmm. twelve years later, where's the rape kit? Where's the evidence? Where are the witnesses? Mm-hmm. He has to mm-hmm. prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this that Cosby all elements of this sexual offense or sexual unlawful mm-hmm. touching that that Bill Cosby did. And now, twelve years later, memories fade. First of all,
0: mm-hmm. Who, who's
3: going to come testify? He has a deposition testimony of, of Bill Cosby saying that he did certain things. But what Bill Cosby testified to was that he gave this woman Benadryl and these sort of things. So the best that this Mm -hmm. prosecutor can do is say, oh, no, what he gave her was not Benadryl, something else. But that's not Mm -hmm. the testimony that Bill Cosby stated. And this woman would be in no position to know what she was given, especially now. The jury's got to ask themselves, 12 years later,
0: how do you know? Mm -hmm. You're saying
3: you were drugged? 12 years later? But mm-hmm. then you came back. So the, ju- the jury is going to look into that too. Now, the best thing that Bill Cosby did was he hired uh, attorney Monique Presley because what yes, she's done did. is she's gotten out there and she's trying
2: to. Oh my God, his phone dropped. Oh my goodness. Call me back. Do not leave me. <laughs> He was in the middle of a sentence and his call dropped. You know, that happened last night, and I need to make sure that he knows that he's not on the air because he may be talking to a dial call right now. I did not write down his uh, full number, so I'm hoping that uh, he calls back, and I'm sure he probably will, but what he was about to say is the mo- I think the, the the most important part of what was being uh, what was, what's happening now for Bill Cosby the reasons why uh, he has not been able to be Prosecuted so long uh, is because there's a lack of evidence now Let's just try this right quick I'm going to go ahead and open up a couple of the lines until we get him back because I don't see no That's not his number um, until he gets back um because we really need to hear from him. And we're talking about the Bill Cosby episode, and I just want to know what people actually think. Do you think that he's guilty of it, and if so, why? And if you can give that to us in like a two-minute spiel before he gets back on the line. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. 9175, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. I can hear you. Okay, what do you think? I don't think that Mr. Bill Cosby is guilty. I think that they had – employee he wanted to buy NBC so of course when a a man of color is trying to come in power with all of that he was going to open up doors for his people that they had to come up with Lord I swear everybody trying to drop on me uh uh-uh this gonna have to stop now she stopped now I need you, if you can hear me, eighty two eighty six, to say you can hear me, and we're gonna just keep this thing rolling. I don't know what's happening to my board. Uh, eighty two eighty six, can you hear me? I hear you, coughing. What about forty two ninety four? Forty two ninety seven. Do you guys hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened and a lot of the lines decided to disappear and I see that you're back Mr. Sperling. I don't know what's okay. happening. Uh, oh, I think it's, I
3: don't know either. I, yeah. I, I I went into a long dissertation about what what was going on. What where did I cut off at?
2: You cut off at the hiring of his newest attorney.
3: Okay. So he hired her and she's gotten out ahead of the uh the uh, media uh blitz. And so she's explaining to the public her client side of the story. So this is a good mm-hmm. thing. This will go a long way to influence the, the potential jurors. But what I wanted mm-hmm. to get into was the agreement that the previous district attorney had with Bill Cosby, the uh, okay. legal team at the time, where he said where what, what they agreed that they would not prosecute him if mm-hmm. he testified in the civil case and didn't plead the fed. So that's an agreement. So okay, what right, they're right. now trying to do yeah, so what they're now trying to do, well, what the DA did, was he violated that agreement and filed mm-hmm. the lawsuit, basically, filed these criminal charges against Bill Cosby. So, what Monique Presley and her team of lawyers are doing, those criminal defense lawyers, is they're going to ask the judge to force the DA to uphold this agreement or mm-hmm. ask him to be recused from the case. What that mm-hmm. does is that eliminates the district attorney who brought this in the first place from which most legal analysts will say is for political gain, and that will eliminate that. The other district mm-hmm. attorney who comes in from behind or comes in to clean this, is going to look this case up with new eyes and may determine that he can't prove the case. Okay. And he's not going he to want to take that loss if he knows he's going to, because it's too high profile. So. I think so, go ahead. I, so I didn't think did
2: he not break did he not break the law to try to make a case, pretty much?
3: I wouldn't say he broke the law. He violated an agreement that was struck between himself and uh the suspect or the, the accused, Mr Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby didn't have to testify in the civil case. He could have just pled fifth. Had that but, happened then the woman would not have been able to prove her cases easily. So she wouldn't have been able to work it up to where they could get that settlement that she received. So okay. it was so, her incentive.
2: So she thing. had the incentive explain to. to explain, them, okay. explain to the people who are listening, because a lot of the people don't know about this settlement that you speak of. A lot of that's not been really exposed <clears throat> as much Uh, As it
3: should So could you say that part part? Sure The criminal justice system is one aspect of the law There's also the civil Aspect of the law And then there's also something called administrative law Which is where uh, Governmental entities Resolve their issues amongst themselves And amongst the agreed For instance a, a workers comp case Is typically an administrative case Administrative law governs that Uh, A Mm -hmm. civil case is pretty much everything else A civil case the, The burden of proof is Most of the time by preponderance of evidence Which means you have to get to The 51 yard line As opposed to the touchdown or end zone And beyond a reasonable doubt That means that If there's a reasonable doubt That what the prosecutor Is trying to prove or the facts he's trying to prove Then As the system works the person is found not guilty Because they couldn't find them guilty So uh, The settlement was Reached under the civil Aspect of the law Which means that they were able to prove uh, By preponderance of evidence but or That this thing was more likely Than not to happen And so therefore mm-hmm. they reached a point Where they said okay you may be able to prove this in court We'll agree to settle it for a certain amount Be what you want fully and it's not like we want to give you the money, but we'll do it to make the case go away. So mm-hmm. by having Bill Cosby, Cosby testify in the deposition, they were able to bolster their case and therefore mm-hmm. um, reach a settlement. He, In other words, he undermined his own mm-hmm. uh, self by testifying against himself as to what happened. And even though the testimony only was ill that uh, he had given this particular woman Benadryl and some other mm-hmm. uh, medicine. He also had to testify about all those other issues with women that he had uh, uh, allegedly slept with. So that wouldn't have, okay. would not have looked good in front of the jury. So in order to cut their losses and end uh-huh. the case, they decided to settle. I don't know the terms of the settlement. my uh-huh. uh, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that it was enough that she was willing to take it and, and that permanently resolved that cause of action against Bill Cosby.
2: Okay. Now I wanted you to the, also, place, you know, I want you to also because we talk in depth about the different little parts of it. And I hear the echo. I don't know if you you listening to yourself. I'm going to send this to you, but I can hear you. I can hear myself in the background. But um, can you still hear it? No, it's better. That's so much better. Okay. Uh, and I, I know I owe you a deductible or a, a copay or something for your time tonight because I know that you're busy, but <laughs> we no, were no, talking.
3: This is a pleasure to be able to serve the public like this. Anytime you Great. want me to come talk about a legal issue, I'll always be happy to give you uh, uh, this time because it's a, an important for people who are in the know and who've been trained to try to help educate the public the judicial criminal judicial system is the criminal and civil judicial system are under attack as public servants as officers of the court lawyers need to speak more we need to try to do more to talk to people about how this how the how the system works because despite what you think mm-hmm. the 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 system that we have here in the United States is probably one of the most fair systems in the world that exists judicial system really in other yeah in other countries if you get convicted of stealing you don't get a judge or jury or, or or anything you get people like in in Africa you get convicted of stealing they grab you a mob grabs you the mob rules they grab you they tie you up and they beat you in mm. uh uh in other places like Saudi Arabia you may get your arm cut off or your hand cut off. You know, women have horrible issues that they have to face in, in legal systems in other countries. They get, the women get raped and they get put to death, or they get one hundred lashes. So our system is fair. We just need to we we need better lawyers is the problem, and we need to educate the public.
2: Um. Well, you know, after reading a little bit of uh, gathering information for this particular show, I did not know that it wasn't until the mid-70s to uh, around the 90s that marital rape was actually written into law to be against the law. Like at a certain point, if you, your mate. Or, and it was just like domestic partners were included in this by this information that I have here. Domestic partners are common-law husbands and wives. There was not really anything in the state-to-state laws with regard to he or she not having the right to just take the sex. I mean, I was just blown by that. But, um you had mentioned something about the the Quaaludes because I know everybody on the phone that's listening right now have heard Quaaludes till we're sick of it. They're called Disco Biscuits. I had never heard of that before. I think they were not uh-huh. even, you know, made when I was born because you know I'm nice and fresh and young. But back then. Poor. This this is what they did, if I'm not mistaken, and you had equated that to possibly maybe alcohol being used now. If you could discuss that a little bit, how that changes the ability to give consent.
3: Well, yeah. Um, Rape occurs when one party cannot consent to sexual activity. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, in a a case where a 17-year-old or 16-year-old child, a person. Uh, who has not reached the age of maturity Of which we typically say across the board In this country is 18
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, That person Cannot give consent so it's called Statutory rape which means Even if this teenage person Said hey or, or said I wanted to have sex or Didn't refuse sex because They're mm-hmm. under the age of 18 That mm-hmm. is by definition Rape if a person And it, depends, it goes from state to state but uh-huh. By definition, if a person who is older or over the age of 18 and has sex with that child, that's uh-huh. great so because they uh-huh. can't give consent. If a woman uh-huh. is drunk, she's heavily intoxicated, she can't uh-huh. think clearly. The toxicologist uh-huh. will testify that the first thing that goes is your judgment. It's impaired. Uh-huh. So if she is intoxicated and she can't give consent, then that's uh-huh. right. If a person is on Quaaludes or some sort of mind-altering drug and they are mm-hmm. in, in, involved in a sexual activity, that is rape because they can't give consent. So that and is see,
4: basically and, just – go ahead.
2: And, I, I'm, and see, we, that's what we – I, I I understand that you're a lawyer, and I understand how, and I'm a nurse, and I understand that you are not able to even sign some paperwork after you've been given certain medications. We go to the next again because of that very reason. But if you tell me to come to your house and then you say, here, take these Quaaludes, and I take these Quaaludes, and I'm waking up three hours later, it's still rape is what you're saying.
3: Yes, that's what I'm saying, because that person didn't give consent. Now, if the person then says, I was raped, then the DA can possibly take up the charges. Mm-hmm. But you'd need some blood evidence to show what was in the system, whether or not there, this drug that was administered to this woman um, mm-hmm. uh, could could cause her mental capacities, uh, cause her to have uh, issues where she couldn't tell right from wrong, good from bad, up, and down, uh, blase, blase, as the rap song says. So – Okay. Uh, yeah, if you can't give consent, then if you're not of the age to give consent, if you're too drunk to give consent or too high to give mm-hmm. consent, and that person mm-hmm. then takes you sexually, uh, that's great if you want to press it and go forward with it and right. you testify. And obviously, this woman does.
2: Okay. And so what does well, that well, tell
3: fellas? You got to be
0: careful.
2: Right. That's what I am going to say. What do you tell the guys? Because, you know, most rapes are by persons who are at least familiar with each other, if not intimately, you know, known to each other. And it's always a higher reported rate of rape uh, where the female is the victim. But there is such rape as same-sex rape and men being raped, uh, which they are just a lot. That, that
3: is extremely high, especially in the mm-hmm. military. The highest cases of rape in the military are men raping other men, which is something that we don't talk about. Typically, when Obama is, I actually have a friend who is a high-ranking officer in the United States Army, and she investigates male-on-male rape because it's the highest rate of incident. When we talk about rape, we are talking about, in the military, we're talking about men raping other men most of the time. We're not talking about men raping women which is something that we don't speak about. But when you send your 18-year-old son uh, or 19-year-old son out to uh, serve in the armed forces, this this is not something that is discussed because it's just not something that we think is going to occur. You know, Mm -hmm. but this is what happens in those uh, closed-off quarters. Same thing happens in prison. You get get men together in these isolated places for months and months on time. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately – these are the type of things that happen. You have predators out there, and they have mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. been properly weeded out of in the military. Same. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just the facts that we're dealing with. You can check the statistics for yourself. This is not me making mm-hmm. this up. Right. You know, I just simply look at the circumstances, look at the statistics, look at the research, and then I just uh, announce what I've read. So this is not an opinion I'm stating. Mm-hmm. These are facts. So mm-hmm. uh, rape is very common. Male-on-male rape is common, too. But in this particular case... With Mr. Cosby, uh-huh. the evidence is probably going to show that this particular woman was not given uh-huh. uh. Quaaludes. This particular uh-huh. woman was given Benadryl. Uh. here's another uh-huh. thing I'd like you to consider. Uh-huh. Now, this incident happened 12 years ago, but for the incidents that happened back in the 40s and well, 40, 30, 40, almost 50 years ago, these are the 70s, and I've done uh-huh. enough study. And, uh observation about the culture of the United States in the seventies, to know that there was mm-hmm. a pervasive drug culture, Mister 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 Cosby and other artists and other people who uh, were in and out of Hollywood, they had a certain lifestyle that they that they they lived, and drugs. It was free sex and free drugs, and this is something that was culturally acceptable back, back then. Right. So, for us to place our modern day judgments or social values on this thing that happened almost half a century ago is a bit misplaced. For instance, uh, we all comment with the stereotype about how cavemen would go out and find a mate by hitting her over the head with a club.
0: Mm-hmm. That
3: would be appalling in twenty sixteen. <laughs> and you could end up in, 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 in on death row for something like that.
0: Right. Uh but
3: if this is this was the mating ritual in twenty
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, a million years ago Hey, you know, it's horrible And of course we mm-hmm. grow past that and Which is what we've done now But that is the elevation of humanity Of course we want to do better But if this is, mm-hmm. that was For instance, there was times when Men had harems of women There was mm-hmm. time when, that was acceptable Multiple wives, we've gone past That society dictates That that's not acceptable behavior anymore But are we to judge these men who had these Harems, are we to judge those cavemen men who went out and hit their right. mates over the head You know maybe we can mm-hmm. We should it was horrible mm-hmm. You know but mm-hmm. here we are Bill Cosby You have two consenting adults Who agreed mm-hmm. to, 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 to You know Do drugs and have sex mm-hmm. And now we're placing our 2016 social values on mm-hmm. I don't know it's just something to think about
2: it is. It's. It's. It's a lot to think about because I know that the culture today—not that I'm out in that world—but I know I've I've done shows where men say, "If I buy you a drink, I at least expect a kiss." Or if I buy you dinner, um, I expect something. And to me, uh. that is almost the uh, definition of what sexual uh, is—a harassment or. <laughs> Uh, not, it, well, well, intimidation, coercion, bullying In order to have a sexual favor And, like, the the one female I, I looked at all of these women And there were not 50, first of all There were not 50 different women There may have been maybe 15 or 16 Who had something sexual in nature Related to a true exchange between two adults Like, some of it was just touching Some of it was a woman dreamed so, <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. Dreamed something or recalled Something one other woman Her breast was was white Maybe in walking past I don't know But it was nothing uh, it was not Sexual and rape is not About sex rape is about Control is that not true And does that not get considered With regard to the law because he Was a powerful man well, he still is a Powerful man
3: Well so is Bill Clinton But nobody made Monica Lewinsky get on Her knees and give him or do perform what she did We all have to right. take responsibility for our choices And that's just the bottom line um, okay. The other thing As you see I travel a lot from my other business Which is coffee import export business I call which is called Coffee mm-hmm. King And what you'll find is that in different cultures People respond to things differently In Nigeria okay. for instance If you're Muslim you can have as many wives As you can take care of So mm-hmm. multiple wives is still acceptable I'm not here to judge their culture in Saudi Mm -hmm. Arabia and other places like we do business with them, and oil business is big, you know, they can kill a person for stealing. They can beat a woman to death for cheating on her husband. That's not acceptable Mm -hmm. here in the United States. So who are we to judge these cultures and how they operate and have been operating for (laughs) thousands of years? Um, Mm -hmm. As far as Bill Cosby is concerned, in our culture that's unacceptable. Now, what I do want to emphasize, is that if it comes to if, if it comes to pass that all or a few of these women are lying, that does nothing mm-hmm. but undermine the ability of a woman who was raped to be heard in public and receive the justice that she deserves. So it's those women that I'm concerned about: the women that are raped as children, the women that are raped as uh, 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 on dates by men right. Uh, right. who had did not consent at all for any reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To those women who are raped by ex ex spouses, ex boyfriends, mm-hmm. and to those women who are raped by strangers, you, mm-hmm. those are the women that I empathize with. I want mm-hmm. them to have a voice. Those are the right. ones that I, those are the victims of rape and incest. Mm-hmm. Those are the women I want to have a voice. Not women who come up thirty, forty years later and right. make up something. Now I'm not saying they're making up anything. I don't know. I wasn't there. But if the evidence right. comes out and shows that you know these women were doing this, that it didn't happen the way they said. They can't prove their case. That's just right. that's just going to be make it difficult for oh. women who are who are actually yeah. Actually, that's
2: actually a last night I had a, a female on the show named Shakinya Yisrael, and she was raped yeah. from the time she was five to the time she was nineteen, yeah. and she told she told. She told immediately. People just didn't hear. Now there are some um, parts of rape that, uh, just like any other uh, criminal act, uh, where people just don't want to admit that that level of capability uh, has occurred. And sex, just whenever you add sex to things, it just gets all twisty, turvy. But if this was a, if if we were talking about children like the whole, the subway guy, when we found out he was, you know, making plans to have sex with children, we heard it. Uh, a lot of people didn't even hear the video, the, the audio tape before they said, oh, yeah, he looked like a perv, and they went ahead and damned him. And, like, now there's there's very little, not even as much evidence with regard to these allegations some 40 years, uh, you know, from, from now. And people just don't want to believe the capability uh that that humanity has and, and it's it's ugly. Now I don't wanna I don't wanna hold you too long, but I wanna know if you have gotta, enough time. I, of... I have
3: a few more minutes.
0: <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we have again? several
2: people we got people on the line who possibly have questions, and I, you know, I don't sure. always have the the best uh, answer because I'm just the empress. I just say whatever I think. Nine ninety one twenty four. ninety-one twenty-four. Do you have any questions for our attorney that's on the line about uh, the cases that, or anything? Any anything that you wanted to ask him about our discussion tonight? Nine one two four.
3: Yeah, that's some great information. Uh, I'm just sitting here listening, and uh, I agree with him about. Um, lawyers being able to spread the uh, what the law really is and what it does. And he's telling the truth about the military and the men rapes because when I was at Fort and we had some guys rape another guy. It, it happens. Yeah, and a lot of people don't that story. And it's an atrocity because masculinity says that we can't talk about these things. That's why you have many men who come out of prison who – led an active homosexual lifestyle in prison and probably have had a legitimate relationship with someone in prison. And when they get out, not only do they deny having that, they, they never even admit it at all. And they said mm. beyond any shadow of a doubt that they're, they're males. they now, of course, that's a different culture there, but
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the truth
3: is that is what's going on. And that is the reason why we have such a high rate of HIV infection In the black Mm -hmm. community Because these men are in and out of prison And they contract these Mm -hmm. diseases And they come back and they don't talk about it And they give Mm -hmm. spread these diseases to their females And that the women that they love Baby, mama, wife, new girlfriend, whomever So Mm -hmm. this is something that we in the black community Need to fess up to Black men and boys have been being raped Since slavery I mean that Not only were black women raped on those slave ships The majority of the people that came over here Were not women Black women; they were majority were men because they needed them to work. They only brought a handful of women because mm-hmm. they needed to be able to reproduce the population. So on those ships, and even as they got over here, it was black boys and men that were sex slaves a lot of times. So this mm-hmm. is not something that is uncommon in the black community. We just don't talk about it, especially mm-hmm. here as we came to the United States. I'm not; I don't think homosexuality was accepted at all. In, in Africa and the mother continent i don't I, I don't think it was accepted at all. I think it's something that stems from western i mean if you just look at the history, look at the people that, oh i you know the zeus the Greek gods and those sort of people it's part of their culture western yeah, culture, and yeah, so yeah. that's something that came through Europe over to the United States, so it's more acceptable to them but this is something that we need to talk about now rate right, yeah. if you go in a room full of women. And you ask them, mm-hmm. how many of you women have been raped or molested? I guarantee you hands are going to go up. So this is a mm-hmm. serious issue that needs to be dealt with. We don't mm-hmm. need people making the mockery of pain by saying, oh, I was raped because somebody brushed by me, accidentally right. touched my breast. Right. So, you know, I, yeah.
2: Or, or having misgivings after you have actually just had sex and been maybe found out or whatever, because I know that there are women who have, and, and, and this is not like I'm on the girls team and I love my women oh. or whatever, but I know that women right. sometimes understand the power of sexuality and they do right. things, not that anybody deserves to be raped, but they do things and say things that are no, absolutely no. asking for sexual attention then when, it, when you're overwhelmed and overpowered, then you want to call, you know, and say, you know, I was raped. It was taken from, like, if you were just strolling down the street. Some things are just not becoming, and they ask for a lot more attention than necessary. 4297, are you there? Can you hear me? 4297. That's the last four digits of your phone number, two. Nine seven. Did you have anything to say or ask of our guests tonight? You might not. I think not. No, it's no weird. Yeah, may they they're there. They just aren't saying anything and I'm not gonna bite. Eighty two eighty six, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes I can. Okay, have can any you hear questions me? for our... Yeah, I can hear you great. Okay. Uh you have any questions for our attorney, Dennis Sterling tonight?
1: Uh, no, I don't. I just want to thank Mr. Sterling for taking the time
3: out and sharing his knowledge with us. And like I said, and the other gentleman said also, we do need to educate our people about these things. And I just commend him from doing what he's doing. So that's all I have to add for still listening and learning. Well, I hope that my steps in doing this will lead other attorneys and not only just attorneys, but doctors and other high high-paid, high-paid professionals who emerge from the black and brown community and the poor white communities, when they arrive and they reach their goal, I hope they reach back and try to take the time to explain what they know. Because, see, we have to understand that we need an educated public because it makes Mm -hmm. things less difficult. But there are Mm -hmm. some people who think it's a good idea not to uh, inform the public. I'm not one of those people. I'd like to Mm -hmm. put the information out there and make it readily accessible so that those who will use it have the opportunity to do so.
2: What made me contact you is I saw your video where you were bidding for, you were showing us your van and you were telling uh, the public that if there were any ex-cons who needed a job, who wouldn't probably pass, uh, you know, different, you know, regular job types of pre-interviews, that you wanted to put them to work if they really wanted to work. And to me, the association just by itself, a, a lawyer and an ex-con. First, I thought thought of Empire. That was the first thing that popped in my head. Is like you gonna get somebody oh, that's gonna forbid. mess you up, right? <laughs> uh-uh. I'm gonna need you not to get one of them chicks like that. Uh, that's why I told you. I said I need you to come back from Colombia by yourself, and we're gonna find you a nice a nice lady here in the United States. But I was just like, it <laughs> oh, was. Wow. It's, it was so obvious that you were really trying to extend past where you are and what you uh, represent in your community and in the state of Texas to just say that if you need some help, I can help you. Where where does that come from? I mean, I I know just a little bit about your background, but like even doing the show tonight, I've asked. I know a lot of lawyers here in Birmingham, and they just don't want to. They don't want their name attached to certain things because, and I don't understand why. When you're telling the truth and you're working in the truth, why, what's so hard about just sharing that truth?
3: What I'm doing is counterintuitive. Uh, most lawyers look at this like, oh no, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want a bunch of convicts around me helping me do anything. They want those are they want to go to their uh, golf clubs and country clubs and they want to drive their BMWs, and they want to have their briefcases and their 401Ks and their $500,000 homes. And they don't necessarily want to get back to the community. I'm a very successful personal injury lawyer here in the city of Houston. And as I said, I'm licensed in multiple states, including Louisiana. Uh, I've been at this for 16 years. I came from the mean streets of south-central Los Angeles. So I know what it's like to be hungry, and I know what it's like to want things, and see people who have those things and not know how to come about those things in an earnest and honest manner. So what I've done is I've taken it upon myself to do what I can in my circles and even using my social media. And you all all can follow me at Dennis Sperling uh, on Facebook. You can just follow me at Dennis Sperling. Uh, I think my friendships are full, but – What I try to do is say things and show people things that they wouldn't normally see, but mostly I want to show them that they can do it. At this point in my career, I've realized that money's not everything. You can be sick and dying in your bed and have accumulated millions and millions of dollars over a lifetime and done uh, absolutely nothing for the betterment of humanity. What I'm interested in and what I'm focused on right now is, uh, helping black and brown people, and even some poor whites. But my thing is, you, you know, my white friends understand when I tell them, hey, you guys got Congress, you got all the presidencies except one guy, and his mother's white, so you got half of that.
2: Uh, <laughs> you got
3: all the state legislators. You, you run everything. Let me help a few of these black and brown guys so that they won't be recidivist felons and go back into prison. Because, uh-huh. see, here's the thing. I have two boys. Mm -hmm. and my boys are going to grow up. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to stay in the house or behind some protective fence their whole life. They're going to venture out into the world. So it's my job as a father to try to leave this world better than it was when I found it. And I think that's what all fathers and mothers should want to do. So this is my way of giving back. If I can put Mm -hmm. some food, if I can give a guy a job, teach him how to run a business, teach him how to start his own business, and so that he can go out there and pass that information around, and and then but in the media time be able to support himself, to support his family, that's something that that I think is going to rest well with me when I expire mm-hmm. and leave this world, and that's what I'm yeah. looking at now. So my motivation is, hey, you know, believe what you want, but I believe in doing God's work, and I'm not some holier than thou holy roller, you know, but I do know that mm-hmm. that. that 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 is a good thing to do, to try to help people uh, earn a living and get a job. And if I do it, maybe we can get some other folks to do it and maybe think it's mm-hmm. not such a bad idea. If me as an attorney with all that I have to lose and my reputation, willing mm-hmm. to risk a chance and give a, mm-hmm. a, an ex-con a second chance mm-hmm. or a third mm-hmm. chance in some cases, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that other people can, can give the person who didn't grow up on the right side of the tracks and made a bad decision a shot. Mm-hmm. That's my motivation. I-
2: yeah, I know you know that word cuz you got me told real good one day on on the book uh about something I said and I think a relationship uh you need to you need to broaden your uh your resume out to be a, a, a relationship counselor because you you be getting people told I be, I've I been reading and seeing how you get people told real quick about Different things and it's just the truth It's, I mean I'm you know I'm I'm like This the truth can come from any You know any place it doesn't It's more powerful when that person Practices what they preach but the truth just Is the truth whether you're doing it or Not and uh, I tried to Trip you up the other day on the thread and you shared it right down uh, Call a 5174 Are you there can you hear me You have any questions For our attorney tonight
4: No I don't Okay, you
2: it's don't. Mr. Um, hey, Mr. L, easy. and you. Sh- yes, I. I just I got two of my favorite people on the line tonight, and all of both of you have so much to say online about a lot of everything. But I was so sure you was going to have a question for him tonight, and I, you I it was, no. I, I,
4: Well, I actually sit back and listened. One of the things that really got my attention was I didn't think about what this thing with the Cosby situation was the cultural differences, how it was back in the 60s and 70s versus how it is in um, Mm -hmm. the period in the 2000s. I didn't think Mm -hmm. about that, that drugs were more accessible. They are accessible now, but they were more in Mm -hmm. the mainstream of things and how it made a difference. Right. And it made me think, wait a minute, somewhere down the road, even though we know that Cosby – I'm saying from my point of view, I know that Cosby did something. But in a sense, somewhere, the women played a part in what took place, too, to my concern, concerning this whole situation. And, the, and too, even though this happened, this happened not just to Cosby. is not the only one this has happened to, but I think this happened to other people in the media, but they haven't taken it as far as they've taken it with Cosby. So what do, think, what, do you, what do you think do you did about that about why they're taking it so far with Cosby versus with other people in the media or in the my like who um may not have done the same done the same thing but they're now taken him down like taking taking him down the same road well, if
3: you're asking me why Bill Cosby was made an example of as opposed to the multiple other actors who – Actors and producers, one of which who came out and said that he's been actively having sexual intercourse with women while knowingly uh, HIV positive. If you're asking me why he's being, why Bill Cosby is being prosecuted and those other folks are not, I mm-hmm. think we'd have to actually look at the historical aspect of how African Americans have been treated and other uh, black and brown people in this country have been treated. Uh, typically, uh, and unfortunately, I hate to say it, that if if there's an example that someone is, if there if there's a need to make an example for someone, they typically mm-hmm. go for the weakest uh, link or the weakest person. Now, although Cosby mm-hmm. is a very wealthy man, uh, we have a propaganda machine in the form of television and radio that mm-hmm. automatically assumes that because of a person's color of their skin. They've done something bad. In fact, if you give a child a, a black doll and you give a child a, a, a doll that's light or white, most uh-huh. of the children, even black children, will point to the black doll and say, this one is bad, this one is ugly. So it's uh-huh. easier to prosecute a Bill Cosby because of the color of his skin because there's already a presumption of guilt there as uh-huh. opposed to, let's say, for instance, this kid, Ethan, I forget I forget the affluenza kid. The the, uh-huh. the one that killed Affluent. four people and Ran off Or
0: right. any of these
3: other folks It's much more difficult to get A jury who has a positive perception Of that particular personality Solely because of his outward appearance It's difficult mm-hmm. to do that But with mm-hmm. Bill Cosby He makes an easier target Just because the propaganda machine Is in place saying Anybody with black or brown skin is bad Now there are some exceptions They make exceptions for folks like Uh I don't know uh, Michael Woody Jordan, Allen. You know, yeah. Well, well, what I say, Woody Allen. Yeah, he he would have probably been difficult to prosecute because of the color of his skin. Unfortunately, because he doesn't have that automatic, he's a bad guy reputation, and so you can read into that the way you want to. But yeah. and then of course there's always I don't I hate to use the the I hate to use the blanket term uh, bigoted or racism because it's so misquoted. It means nothing. Everything is racist now. So let's not call it that. Let's actually go into the actual facts and say, "Hey, Bill Cosby is prosecuted because he made an easier target than somebody who would have been a different color." That's what I think.
2: Okay. Okay, and I thought it was kind of ironic that, um, what's his name, I can't even think of it, the actor who admitted that he was being extorted, that he was being, he had to pay millions of dollars in hush money just to say, you know, so people would not, you know, be involved in his private life, but at the same time, admittedly, saying that he exposed people to HIV when it is criminal in, in most states now to, to knowingly not disclose. And, you know, several yeah, yeah. women have come out, uh, several women have come out, nothing other than, you know, them being paid and probably settling. Do you think that this has to do with money too? Because looking at what they have reported as of yesterday, Bill Cosby is worth 400 Million dollars—that's not a whole lot of money. Because when I win this lotto tonight, I'm gonna be richer than him. But four hundred million dollars—I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. I'm, I'm gonna need but
3: you to let me hold something. That was I it, got that's you, what but, I need you to let me hold something. <laughs> I, I, I
2: got you, Boo. If we get this money, but four hundred million dollars is not a whole lot of money, you know. For
3: well, I'm gonna go know, ahead and disagree with that. I think four hundred million dollars is plenty. But if you got all these folks trying to get a cut of it. It might not okay. last very long. So, okay, but but you bring that up. So the periphery is that there is a def, there is a defamation lawsuit being played out. Now, here's the thing: Bill mm-hmm. Cosby, at some point in defense of his reputation, made some statements saying, "Hey, I didn't do it." So mm-hmm. what that was, what that did is, even though the statute of limitations, the term that we talked about earlier in the broadcast, the statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. For the original sexual assault expired forty whatever thirty eight forty whatever many years ago, because mm-hmm. he went on on the radio or went on television and said, "Hey, I didn't do it he is there mm-hmm. he is there by impugning these people's character, which is then mm-hmm. then then arises a defamation of mm-hmm. uh of of character now he mm-hmm. has a brand new statute of limitations, and the the object is to go in and prove that this, mm-hmm. this thing happened and that he defamed mm-hmm. them. And in doing that, when you dig down into the merit, they have to prove that the, 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 the sexual assault did, did happen. And in mm-hmm. doing that, they prove that he was lying about it not happening. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a trap. What I would mm-hmm. advise Mr. Cosby to do, and then I, I actually advise a lot of celebrities, rappers, they call Dennis Sperling, Hey, they call me up and say, hey, what do I do about this? Rappers, TV personalities. And I tell them, you never fight down, you always fight up. In other Mm -hmm. words, if somebody online says something crazy to you or inflammatory to you, you don't respond to that. You simply delete that and remove them from your world. If you want to talk Mm -hmm. up, if, if, uh, let's say, uh, Chris Matthews of MSNBC says something bad about me, heck, yeah, I'm going to respond to that. If I'm in the Mm -hmm. public media or if I'm in the Mm -hmm. media, because that allows me to take steps up, steps Mm -hmm. back. You don't respond down when you respond up. Bill Cosby
0: mm-hmm. and
3: his publicist, or maybe whoever he has on his team, they mm-hmm. lost their cool when they responded to these women, which gave rise to those seven claimants in California in those lawsuits. Had he just mm-hmm. remained silent, had he gone somewhere else, this would have mm-hmm. blown over eventually like it did several years ago, and he could have gone mm-hmm. back to doing his comedy shows and tours and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But because mm-hmm. he could not resist, and control his own emotions, and had to respond, or even took mm-hmm. the interview in the first place, which is something he probably shouldn't have done. Now we got lawsuits mm-hmm. in play, and those—and mm-hmm. you believe me—those civil lawsuits led to that criminal lawsuit, mm-hmm. which is now in Philadelphia, because the DA played on the the publicity that was coming from the the the, the ac- allegations, the accusations, and those civil mm-hmm. lawsuits, the defamation lawsuits to segue him or to help him get elected, and that's why he's Mm -hmm. filed that criminal suit. So uh, the -hmm. defamation suits are basically, and I think I've explained that. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? I mean, you see how that works? It's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't.
2: I know but I thought defamation can only occur if it's not true. Half of these several of these women uh have uh drug uh histories, have been convicted of drug crimes, federal crimes, have spent time yeah. in jail. Lots of these women's yeah. character uh, one lady is suing uh, uh him for uh sexual harassment and she had uh identity theft multiple right. persons of identi- identity self. I mean does so So you, not... you're
3: saying she has issues, you have you question her moral turpitude. T- 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 t-
0: t- t- that will sure be evidence do.
3: that will if it's within the last five years, that'll be evidence that'll come into a civil trial. But see, mm-hmm. these people, despite what you think about them, they mm-hmm. have a right to be heard in court. Okay? okay? I represent people like that all the time in civil litigation and I win a lot because mm-hmm. I'm good at what I do. And some mm-hmm. of that evidence may not even be able to come into the jury. The jury may not even hear some of that evidence. So now the mm-hmm. question is, how much risk does Bill want to take? Now, what what he's done is he's filed a, filed a counterclaim against them, alleging mm-hmm. defamation and, and other allegations. So now that's putting them on the defense. The worst mm-hmm. thing that you can do to as as a, as a long time person as a long time personal injury attorney, I will tell mm-hmm. you that the worst thing you can do to a plaintiff attorney is file a cross a counterclaim against him and now make him have to play defense. The thing plaintiffs mm-hmm. want to do and the thing prosecutors want to do on the criminal side, they want to be on mm-hmm. the offense. They never want to be on the defense. By putting them on the defense, you create an incentive for them to resolve the case, dismiss the case, or at least settle it cheap. So that's mm-hmm. procedurally what they have done. It's a master technique. I respect mm-hmm. it. I, it's mm-hmm. obvious to me. It's not obvious to the public. The media can mm-hmm. play it up how they want. Oh, he's picking on these poor women. But here's the thing you got to understand. The weak always team up on the strong. Nobody's going to be on Bill Cosby's side because he's worth half a billion dollars. They're mm-hmm. always going to be on these poor defenseless women who were drugged 40 years ago and are now just coming forward because they were afraid of his power and prestige right. and the effect being blackballed by him in, in Hollywood have had on their careers. That's the way people are looking at that. You see, despite what you think, these women have a right to bring their suits. The question is mm-hmm. whether or not Bill Cosby can probably, def- his team can probably defend against these civil suits and the tactics they're going to use. But, again, this arise these defamation suits arise because Bill didn't want to be quiet. Mm. That's why.
2: Well, I I don't, I, and and I probably would be one of the clients, you know, my divorce attorney told me, she said, you just need to learn how to shut up because something oh, yeah. <laughs> can't be said if you just be quiet. And I understand, but to me, and I think to probably the general public when you're being accused of something and you have nothing to say, it almost yeah. signifies some level of guilt. And to me, you know, I feel the same way uh, you feel about felt about Bill a Bill Clinton situation with this situation This is really a private issue And if there were actual criminal Elements to it long time ago I think some of that should have been done I think we're at a point where we just going to embarrass The hell out of them And see how much money we can get from them Besides the point of there Possibly being this Bi-potential buy, uh, buy of NBC Or something to that sort I had heard some rumor And I wasn't able to legit- legitimize it at all, but
3: that he was trying I, to buy I don't Go know ahead. if that's been substantiated Or not, but what I do know is this If I were a plaintiff attorney And mm-hmm. I told my people to, I mean, that was it a was, it was perfect setup He fell for the trap The Bible mm-hmm. says the power of life and death Is in the tongue, and what Bill Cosby Did by opening his mouth And talking about mm-hmm. how these women are lying mm-hmm. He killed his career and his legacy That caused mm-hmm. him Billions of dollars in future earnings for himself and his family and his mm-hmm. his foundation. All he had mm-hmm. to do was simply be quiet and not say anything, and the defamation cause of action would right. Silence mm-hmm. is golden. How many times have we heard that? See, this yeah. is this is the things that I talk about on my Facebook page. I say mm-hmm. basic, and this is a lot of this mothers' way. I didn't learn this at school. I learned this from watching and observing my grandmother and watching other folks make mistakes. He should mm-hmm. have just been quiet. And there are a lot of relationships, whether they're boss, employee, boyfriend, mm-hmm. girlfriend, husband, wife, child, parent. You kill these relationships by your words. And mm-hmm. we're going to watch Bill Cosby be prosecuted because of his own words. This was something that mm-hmm. all he had to do was be quiet. And This is a lesson that we all need to learn. What, what did mm-hmm. you say? Sometimes you just need to hush your mouth. Is that what you said? Just
2: that's probably it would have saved
3: him a couple. <laughs> probably would have saved him a lot of embarrassment and uh-huh. uh, money had he just complied with what his lawyer said not said a, a darn thing and let this blow over.
2: Okay, so at, we're almost to the end of the show, and I don't want to hold you uh, a lot longer. <laughs> but to but to women, what would you say to women? Uh, first, and then, because I know you talk, uh, when you post on your on your page, it seems to be speaking to the brothers a lot. It seems like
0: yeah.
2: uh, you're, you're a brother's keeper kind of person, and I've been accused of being a man-hater, but I don't hate men. I'm just a female, and I'm a woman, and I see things like we do, and I understand right. why we do some of the things we do. What would you say to the sisters?
3: Well, first of all, I'm going to mm-hmm. say this to the entire human family, black, white, brown, red. I love all people. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm a human being first. Now, we, we unfortunately in this world that we live in have divided ourselves into different tribes, and it's almost like we're rooting for our team against the other team. But at the end of the day, we are all here and we're all God's children. Now, there are some of us who were here first and some of us who came later. But the bottom line, we're still all God's children and we're all families. So what I say, I say out of love and I say it to everyone, uh, to the ladies, if you're a victim of a sexual assault or crime, you have a right to be heard. You are not at fault for that. You, no matter what you were wearing or what you uh, said or where you were, you do not deserve to be violated under any circumstance. To the men out there, I will tell you that the Bible talks a lot about The uh, sexual desires of men and the things that they will do for them, and you need to learn to control yourself. Nobody's Mm -hmm. perfect, but when you play that game, it's dangerous. So, and if you involve other things like chemicals and drugs and alcohol and those sort of things, it becomes perilous. So,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: you know, uh, the Bible says we should get married, and it says that for reason. You know, a lot of people, you know, they question. This aspect of religion and that aspect of religion But there's a purpose for those reasons I call those rules in the Bible Rules to live by I actually read it myself And I come up and I understand it By looking at the various sources And I don't rely on what the pastor has to say Or or Big Mama has to say Or anybody else I look at it for myself And there's a reason why it says get married first You get married because now you're in the sanctity of marriage And you know as opposed to some random woman you hooked up with who who may or may not have been drunk when you picked her up, and y'all had, mm-hmm. y'all did your thing, and so mm-hmm. now you're in a situation where whatever she says is what happened because the incident's already hurt. <clears throat> but that said, you don't, men, if you hit a woman, if you cuss a woman, if you sexually violate a woman, you're gonna have problems in this society, and so you'd be mm-hmm. better be darn sure who you dealing with. And it's the same thing I'm going to tell my sons when they come of age. You better watch mm-hmm. where you place yourself because it can land you in in, in prison or, or worse, as far as the ladies hey, Like I said, I talk about stuff like this all the time on my Facebook page, Dennis Sperling, something easy to find. Um, You know, it's a tough situation, this Bill Cosby thing. And he's an icon, and he was a father figure to many of us. I appreciate what he did for me. Growing up in the 80s Seeing a lawyer and a doctor and a happily married black family I think was good for America Because it helped change some stereotypes And at that mm-hmm. point remember we had a bunch of The black women uh, We didn't have a Claire Huxtable We didn't have her We had what they called uh, welfare moms and Crackheads mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. That was
3: a common image of black women And prostitutes So Claire Huxtable mm-hmm. came by And Rudy and their daughters And Jaleesa and then the mm-hmm. spinoff shows uh,
0: different uh, uh, The Different
3: World The Different World It helped mm-hmm. change the image of black people So we owe this man that
0: mm-hmm.
3: We owe him What he did for us Now we mm-hmm. come to find out That this man was severely flawed But we'll mm-hmm. find out That most human beings Are severely flawed And mm-hmm. it seems to me the more great stuff They do The more flawed they are Look at the. It's still aspects of the Bible. Look at mm-hmm. even even Jesus Christ has to wrestle with his demons on, on the night mm-hmm. before. All mm-hmm. of them, all of these stories. This is the human condition. So who mm-hmm. he who was without sin, you can cast judge him. I say judge him. But who's gonna mm-hmm. punish him and cast the first stone? That's my question
1: right. to you. Right, right. You know, right.
3: and so that's where that counselor hat kicks in. It says attorney and counselor at law.
1: That's where the <laughs>
3: counselor part kicks in. But I, what? you
0: know, one way or the other, uh-huh.
3: you know, it's it's a travesty. And I feel most uh, sorry for Bill Cosby's wife, his lovely wife, many, almost 40 years, mm-hmm. and uh, all the other people in his family that have to suffer in the wake of his indiscretions. But do I think they'll be successful with the criminal process? Do I think mm-hmm. Bill Cosby is morally suspect?
0: Yes.
2: Well, I truly appreciate you being so candid, and you almost gave me two hours anyway, even though you got caught in the morning. So tell the <laughs> listening public how, if they need your services, uh, other than um, by Facebook, what other way they can contact you uh, for, for their needs.
3: Yeah. Hey, everybody, this is Dennis Sperling. <laughs> you can find me at com. Uh there's a wonderful commercial on there with my ex-wife and my kids and I having a great time making the public laugh, talking a about song. real life issues. <laughs> right, it's and hilarious.
4: Actually, I have a, right, it's it's
3: been uh, it's been it's been phenomenal. The uh, success we've received because of that, but we actually have a television show coming up called Co-parenting oh. with the Sperling, where we'll we'll dig deeper into our uh, relationship and how we manage conflict, because conflict is going to arise.
0: The question is how you
3: manage it and and what you do for the well-being of the children. And we get real, real in here, okay? We got baby mamas. We got girlfriends. We got the sorority coming in. We got conversations we have. We got meat flying off to these foreign countries and and taking pictures with these beautiful long-haired women. And her friends reporting that back to her. We got her going on dates, trying to explain to them those <laughs> men that want to date her how she's doing commercials with her ex-husband, but we not together and we not messing around. And sound, us trying to you
2: figure out who sounds a little salty. Rela- you, you sound me you sound like you, yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, it's co-parenting.
3: It's co-parenting, right?
0: Yeah, yes, it it's is. gonna
3: get real, real, and this is something—the ultimate aspect. This is not gonna be one of those ratchet shows like uh, oh. war, and love, and hip hop or basketball wise. This is gonna be real life. You can walk away with a lesson that will help you in your life. And if I have to deal with it with my success and my money, you certainly know that you're gonna have to deal with it too. Nothing buffers you from your human emotions and your real feelings. So that's what the show is about. But if you need a personal injury lawyer,
0: give me (laughs) a call
3: It's 713-229-0770. I'd love to talk to you about your case. I'm licensed in Texas, Louisiana, Illinois, and New York. But I got friends all over the country who may be able to help you out if you've been injured seriously in a car accident or 18-wheeler. Even if you got a lawyer and he's not doing what you want him to do, Give me a call at 713-229-0770, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you about your case.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's how I do it.
3: Is that I do good?
0: You did good.
3: <laughs> All right. All
2: right. Listen, you are going to have to let me do some commercials for my show so that I can, like, be associated with greatness because that's my thing, you know. I'm Surrounding myself with people who are Upward moving and that sort of thing Not to take from you but just to learn From you I really appreciate you coming On the show tonight
3: No problem and thank you so much For having me and I humbly I hope I haven't offended anyone with anything That I said it was not my intention I just Simply wanted to educate and Continue doing what I'm doing so thank you All for listening you've been a gracious host I really <laughs> appreciate it and Anytime you need me you call me and I'll be More than happy to show up with you
2: Okay. Thank you so much. I do appreciate him being on there. And the way that we do it here on the Empire, at the end of the show, the Empress has something to say. She always does. And I'm going to take his advice. He told me to shut up sometimes, and I think I'm going to have to take that advice sometimes. But a quick commercial break, and I'm not a lawyer. I don't have the liability. I can be a little bit more candid about what I feel, even though it's probably going to be (laughs) wrong. Uh, some things that I wanted to uh, say, and then we're going to ask Mr. Uh, Lawrence to come back on and talk a little bit with us about this topic, because this is something that I felt like needed to be talked about. A lot of the things that we need to talk about, people see it, we watch it, we read it, but we don't ever talk about it, and it never gets to the table where we can do something about it or or, or learn from it at least, uh, but we, we're going to do that in just a minute. Be right back. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com where the empress speaks and the empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight, but nobody's going to change this but us. So, Mr. Lawrence, the line is open for you so that we can kind of chit-chat a little bit. I didn't want to hold him too long because he did let me know that he had a case in the morning and he was doing some preparations for that. Very, very professional man, very, very down-to-earth, very, very knowledgeable, and it taught me so much just to hear uh, him share some of the things that he shared tonight on the show. We had a conversation earlier about this particular case and um, a lot of the same things that He even said, without my prompting, I I just thought that it was important to know. And you said yourself that you didn't even think about the time and the culture of the time that uh, this particular issue is actually set in and how important that is to this whole whole case. I didn't either.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something that I didn't even consider just being studying history. I didn't even consider that. The whole culture in the 1670s completely different from the culture that it is here in the 2000, in 2016. It's a completely different culture, a whole different mindset, whole way of viewing things. We have we are more we I guess, we're supposedly more politically correct than they were back then. But then mm-hmm. two, we got to think of how women thought and how men thought during those times. It's a complete mm-hmm. difference. So, like mm-hmm. you said, we're judging someone from from. Um, an old mindset with a new mindset, and then maybe mm-hmm. we need to reconsider what's going on here.
2: hmm and, and the thing is, the the bigger thing is that these are just regular people that are just known um, in their persona or recognized by more people than other people they're they're just celebrities in that life, so they still have the capability of having fault. I never said that he was incapable of this happening I, I I the sheer number of people who had something to say or kept coming forward, it seemed like every week you know I had a timeline here, and from october of let's see I think it was October of two thousand and fourteen yeah, October of October 16, 2014. Every other day, every other day, there was some document of some other uh, accusation, a new accuser. If it wasn't new details on the old, you know, accusing, there was a new face. And the the general theme and the general number of age was 19. It was kind of weird. Everyone. Of the women up until there was a, uh, a woman who came out later who said she was 15 years old when she was at the, um, at the uh, what's the name of that house? I'm trying to find it here on my paper. She went to the house that they have sex That What's that house, called? where you have? Yeah, the,
4: uh, the, the, you talking about you having this uh, the play, the play bunny house or whatever that is?
2: Yes. The Playboy Mansion. Now, she said she was 15 years old there, and her name is Judy Hug. She made a claim back in December of 2014. She filed a lawsuit against Cosby that forced – she said he forced her to uh, perform a sex act on him in 1974. And when I look back at 1974, for that particular person, she was 15 years old. And that's when that particular lawsuit – that uh, Cosby filed against her because he did and was able to prove that he wasn't even at the um, mansion at that time and that he had paid uh, some hush money, I think, to her uh, just so that the story wouldn't come out. But uh, now he's come out blazing. And the other thing is I love his lawyer now. Like, I am super, mm-hmm. super in love with <laughs> <laughs> that is not the right. Mm-hmm. I think you loving her for a whole different reason. She is super smart, and she mm-hmm. actually she listens when she's asked a question, and she particularly answers what is being said. I found that to be the same truth with Mister um, Sperling I think that maybe just the attorney in them to answer what has been asked, and I think that maybe you know. I don't know. Do you think you could just be quiet if accusations were swirling about you and you just wanted to say something? Would you be quiet?
4: Um, I have situations where I had to be quiet and allow the accusation to, like the attorney said, allow them to to live their life and die. And Now, sometimes I like to strike back because I like to I like to stir up stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So.
4: Mm-hmm. But other cases, some a situation happened where I just did not respond to it because whenever I respond to them, I'm giving them attention. So I, I mm-hmm. had to learn how to just not say anything. I, I may say something to my inner circle, but I would not say it publicly. Mm-hmm. But in my inner circle, I would talk about it, but I wouldn't share with it publicly because it was very damaging what this person was trying to do to my character. Now, my inner, mm-hmm. matter of fact, it was just two years ago they were trying to damage my character on social media. So. Mm-hmm. Is and, interesting.
2: And it, it's interesting It's hard because men in particular And just like I said earlier in the broadcast It's capable for men to be raped as well It's capable for women to be the perpetrators But when you say rape in the same sentence as a male Whether it's true or not There's a stigma that sticks with that And I I've seen people who have been accused of things that they actually didn't do but just being accused and having to defend yourself for something that you didn't do in and of itself, particularly this crime, rape, you know, a, a sexual crime where masculinity automatically is understood to be a lot bigger and more forceful uh, forceful than uh, is uh, femininity. People just never will be able to get out the word Bill Cosby and not associate that with some type of, of, of hate crime, like rape don't you think
4: so? I, I completely agree. I think what we have here is a, is a terrible stigma, and behind all of this, we see that there, like you said, which something we talked about, there is a media machine working overdrive to keep this story alive.
2: Mm-hmm. They are doing
4: because every time it hits the news, hits Twitter, hits anywhere else, people get mm-hmm. paid for this story. Not Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. not even the people who are alleging these things happen, but they get paid because this story is going. I just saw it last week on 2020. They did a mm-hmm. a, a recap special mm-hmm. on the women who got allegedly got raped or things happened to it. That means mm-hmm. they're keeping this circulating because they get money behind a story mm-hmm. that may be true or may not be false. But the downsides of it is it only lasts for but so long. Mm-hmm. and then it goes to the next story. So we got to understand mm-hmm. the media, the media mm-hmm. machine that's happening behind this and we can't feed into it. We cannot mm-hmm. feed into it.
2: Mm-hmm. I I love the media uh purpose, not our media's purpose. I like the capability of you being able to show both sides. I don't see why in the world people wouldn't be interested in knowing both sides. Like it just I mean, I'm not saying choose one or the other. I'm just saying always know that there's another side. And when I went on to Periscope just to say that there's something that doesn't seem right on both ends, it just does not seem right for a man – um, I don't care of what age. If Bill Cosby was 30 years old right now and this was still happening to him, something is wrong when this number of people has this to say about you. And then there's such a commonality about every one of those people. A lot of the women were the same age. A lot of the women said the same things. There, was, uh, there were some that were able to be proven to be just kind of bandwagoning and was just trying to get in on a civil lawsuit, but You know, I've always been told, and I hope I can say it right, sometimes a lot of people don't lie all the time. Sometimes (laughs) it's actually the truth. And Mm -hmm. it's so obvious and it's so overwhelming that you may not want to believe it. But at this point, we're talking about a legal issue where you're going to have to prove rape when sometimes when a rape has literally just happened it's hard to tell whether or not that is the truth. We've seen the the cases where the girls have been given date rape drugs or uh, they've uh, said that they were raped by someone and then they come back several years afterwards and and recant. Um, There was one case I'll never forget. It was a football player who had been charged with rape uh, right at his being able to be drafted. And he lost every bit of that. I can't remember his name, but I, I can remember right. that she was uh the only thing that they would do to her is try to prosecute her for perjury. So basically we just going to say that you lied, but you have literally destroyed this man's name forever. And I think that may be the truth of Bill Cosby. Do you think that he's not able he's not going to be able to come back from this?
4: The only way he is I think he's going to be able to, I think if he really wants to, he can come back from this. The thing of it is is if he can live long enough to recover from all of this, that's right. the question at hand because of his age and then the 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 weight of all this on him that affects your health, It affects your family, it's gonna affect everything. That's the only thing i that's my concern, maybe twenty years from now, we'll look back at this and say, "Oh we see all the loopholes over there, but right now i'm I'm concerned that he's able to live." Through this little this storm that he's going through, that's my concern for him and his family. But I think his yeah. legacy uh, should mm-hmm. be seen what he's done positively in the black community and other communities, as far as with education and and showing a, a viable family in the '80s, in the '90s. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, it's sad. I just had a friend to say that he's not gonna recover from this. This is uh you know, he's at the end of his life, he's seventy eight years old. The man he looks so sad. Uh he just looked pitiful. Uh going in mm-hmm. to pay his bail having to be kind of held up just to get inside the building. Um, I swear to you, I my, my, my family used to call my dad Bill Cosby because he would do some of those silly things. I went to school because I wanted to live the life of Denise. I thought I was Denise, Chad. I thought I was Denise. I just wanted to be on, on the campus, and I wanted to be around more people who – were different from what cuz I didn't know no drug dealers, I didn't know no bad people, I didn't know no ancient mamas. Everybody in my family or you know, they were professional people. They worked hard and they, you know, you know, reaped the benefit of that. So I wanted to experience that in my life. So I I I expected that to be a possibility and for people to know his Commercial person because we're really Talking about the man we're really He happens to be Bill Cosby But this is really just a a human being That we've seen on television We don't know who he is Even his wife said that the man That she's been with for this amount of time She doesn't recognize any of The person that's been portrayed In you know in the media And, and To me whether she knew it or not She's chosen to be with him you know that is her husband. They are one. So whatever insult or assault comes against him, you know it comes against her too. I, I, I feel sad that in the latter part of their life, you know this is this is the way it's going to look. So my heart is kind of hurt. So I'm still I'm still at the point where I think, you know, kind of like uh, Attorney Sterling, uh, Sterling. I'm sorry. Um, That other stirred me and kept coming up in my head, Uh, the basketball guy who got sued, the the owner Mm -hmm. who who Mm -hmm. had the girlfriend, that came up in my head when I I was doing this show uh, several times. But um, I kind of feel like, you know, everybody, I think, has uh, a faulty part of themselves, and some people Mm -hmm. just are able to capitalize on it without everybody seeing it. Um, we show ourselves different with every group of people that we're around. So the person that I am is who I am, you know, and I feel like I'm always the same person, but people experience you in different ways. But when, when something like this happens, you know, we have to understand is he capable of this having happened? But how mm-hmm. how much longer are we going to persecute him for something that happened 40 years ago, people who've been paid and now they want to come back and say something? Like, at what point are you going to let people have some type of quality of life? He, I mean, he's been in jail his whole life practically dealing with this paying you be quiet worrying about litigation and now the man is blind stumbling up into the building and you're trying to get his 70 some odd year old wife to come and testify i mean it's just too much at some point it just needs to stop i think we're wasting a lot of time over an issue that's already you know kind of gone because there's nothing Uh we can't do nothing to nobody no more
4: I think when it, the heart of it is, is the reason why we, we keep carrying with this or keep talking about it in this sense is because we have not dealt with the issue inside of us. We have not dealt with our own indiscretions. We have not came at peace with the things in, that we know that doesn't line up to what we think. Our image mm-hmm. is this one that's one, this the ideal of us and that's the reality of us. And most of us yeah. are, have infatu- been infatuated with the ideal of Cosby and Constable and all like that, and we don't know the reality of it. But the greater thing is when the mirror switches and we realize that we have an ideal self and we have a reality self, and it's hard mm-hmm. to reconcile that when we see it in such a bold, bold, boldness in front of us. And mm-hmm. we have to reconcile that with them. That's why. That's why we're tugging with this, and people are fighting mm-hmm. against this. They don't want to deal with the things that they have done mm-hmm. wrong in themselves. Nasty.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's one of the
4: issues right we, there. Because
2: mm-hmm. we know people who um, have issues. It may not be rape, but it may be you know lying, or someone who has a gambling problem, or someone who uh steals, and that doesn't cloud the entirety of the person until they come and steal your stuff or until they come and lie on you that's why truth that, I'm telling you that's why truth is so important to me because I know the things that I've done and I know the things that I'm embarrassed about, and I know those things, and to the most important people in my life, they know those things, so you mm-hmm. really can't embarrass me a whole lot because I've already accepted the fault of myself. I don't parade as if I'm without fault. And I think mm-hmm. that that's what more people need to do. And when you esteem to these personalities, Bill Cosby, quote, unquote, Bill Cosby is a personality. We don't know that man. We we don't know mm-hmm. that man. You know, we don't know what he was doing, you know, behind closed doors, the same way everybody was saying how great and grand um, the subway guy was, and he was setting up sex dates with a woman who was going to have sex with her own children with this man. And like, I, I can't even eat no damn subway no more. I'm mad because you right. know, he, you know, you 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 we saw we were sold on an idea that this man was wholesome. Mm-hmm. When we really don't mm-hmm. know him And we're done like that all the time We're done like that at church We're done like that at work We're done like that with our friends And Bill Cosby is the same thing He just happened to be something familiar To the rest of the world And and we're judging him unfairly So mm-hmm. that's what I want to say About this tonight And we're going to have a, a, a great show I was so shocked that he said something About co-parenting Because I scheduled a show about it Because I don't think people know how to do it They think just because Y'all ain't fighting. That y'all co-parenting. That is not no damn co-parenting. That just came mm. along <laughs> mm-hmm. because you have, you have you have to do more. I I am trying my best to be able to co-parent well, but you have to have willing parties. And I can't wait till that sh- show comes out because I think it's going to be helpful for me and for a lot of people. Uh, we're also going to try to do a race show. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: and if anybody needs that information concerning attorney Sperling, his number where you can contact him again is seven one three two two nine zero seven seven zero. That's seven one three two two nine zero seven seven zero and the website is Dennis www.DennisSperling.com. dot com. W W dot dot com. I'll post that information on under this particular event once, once it rolls out on um on uh Facebook. On Instagram, on the planet. And I can't wait until we get together for your man made show. Now, I made us a flyer because I got excited about it because I told a man today he was not no alpha male. He was a gamma. <laughs> oh
4: my God.
2: <laughs>
4: I love yes, you. I sent-
2: I said, listen, this is not about the Greek alphabet either because everybody knows I'm very particular to Omega men. They can just about get me to just, you know, do anything. They, they just was some, I just love them. I just love manly men of the Omega Psi Phi fraternity, but we're not talking about that kind. We're going to be talking about personality traits. Tell us just a little bit of what we have to look forward to if you can on that show.
4: Uh. Well, with the alpha, typically we typically we we only think about that there's an alpha male and there's a beta male, and normally the alpha male is the one that is to start, is the CEO, the one who's in charge. Well, we don't, well, we think, well, we don't want to be a beta male. Well, the beta male is actually the one who actually is like mid management, but we would go a little further. There's the gamma, delta, and omega, and they are lower (laughs) levels men. Normally, the omega man is the Omega Man is a man who has no ambition. He is at the he is at the bottom. And what mm-hmm. happens is we have been we have a culture of men who've been stripped of being alpha, even beta and even gamma who have been mm-hmm. trained to be Omega men. No slight to my brothers out there, Omega Fas Incorporated. But mm-hmm. it is they've been Given a mishandle, and what happened is another thing that's so important. A lot of women don't even know it. Why they say they want an alpha man, they may be better just having a beta man.
2: Mhm, mhm. I got to figure because out what these because I need to know.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there's certain traits that each one of them have, and what happens is, when that, when when that, when that happens, it when that happens, that's why there's a cry in women. Where are the men? What they're looking for is the alpha man. But some sometimes women can handle the alpha male, and sometimes the man can handle being an alpha male. So they settle with being a beta man or a
2: gamma man. And see, that's what I don't want to do. I don't want to settle. I want the fullest man I can get. And I just pray that he's an omega-5-5 so he can bark because
4: I really need that. I hope you barked more than it. And it's interesting, <laughs> uh-huh. you look. You, if we were just, just a little tapping at you with that. You look at the omega-5-5 um, uh, incorporated, you look at them, a lot of them have traits of alpha males, and I'm going to leave it at that.
2: Right, I know, and and we we discussed a little bit of that because I thought, and I think, I aspire to be an alpha female, and I'm probably not one. So I'm gonna have my pen and paper out that night when we get that together because we I need you know I need this help. I'm not gonna leave 2016 and not have my king. I have told you. Well, I ain't tell you. I'm telling you now, and I'm telling you on air. So, you know, he can't be no punk, though. Like, I, and I don't think that they're, you know, I'm not trying to be hard, and I think most women aren't trying to be hard either. I think most women just aren't sure about who they are, and they want something mm-hmm. that's going to look good and sound good and all that good stuff. But it's not, you know, it's not what you need. It's not what's going to work good for your life you
4: know so mm-hmm. we don't,
2: we don't, we don't. so
4: that's why some that's why some women who are alpha females sometimes throw mm-hmm. for gamma men
0: mm-hmm.
2: cuz they can't
4: handle another alpha male because who's going to be in charge
2: mm-hmm. or that's why some some women just get them a straight female a, a biatch you know he ain't even <laughs> <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> Right, because I, I can, because he gonna, because
4: he goes he does he he goes and does everything that she requests because he has no backbone because he's not an right. alpha male, right. and so she's still not satisfied on the inside because she's still controlling everything. But I'm just everyone. talking.
2: I'm just talking. Is it true? Yeah, we're going to save some souls because women don't want that and men don't want that either. But this has been Mm -hmm. an exciting, exciting night for the Empire. And um, Sunday, let's see, I think that's my next show is Sunday. Sunday I'm supposed to talk about co-parenting, how it's done and what it is and and how it works. And I've been on the search for a couple that can show me that. You know, last night we had a couple – was it last night? Well, no, night the when was it? Sunday. Sunday we had a couple who had introduced to me uh, that they had a, I think it wasn't a swinging thingy, but it was a relationship where there was a husband and a wife and a girlfriend, and they were working it all out. And I think you were, mm-hmm. yeah, you were on Yeah, you were on yeah, it's And one. And, and uh-huh. it's, it's interesting how people who don't have, um the original set of, you know, being related to each other, you know, a husband and a wife and, and that set of children, and then they separate, they can't get along. But y'all can do that, and then go and get a girlfriend. And, and you know, I'm just, but I was blown away. I was like, how how do you do that? Because you know, I'm very stingy, and I'm glad I don't live in Nigeria or anybody anywhere else where I got to share my man. Because I just need, I think I need a lot for myself, and and maybe I need something to do. Other than that, and maybe I need to be uh, more for him, and I wouldn't be just needing him a lot. But I think that's going to be an interesting show. We're trying to do a race show, too, on um, Monday of next week. Don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I just realized Mm -hmm. we had a long weekend coming, and um, I don't feel like cussing on Martin Luther King because some people Mm -hmm. just don't get it. People want to act like they see gray. No, you don't. You see things exactly how they are, or you're refusing to see exactly how they are, and you don't have to pick a side. I think you just have to be honest and truthful about what you do see. I don't um, know how to that's gonna um, be interesting I'm, right there, because right. You know, okay.
0: some
4: some some people <laughs> want to, some people like being Uncle Tom's, and some people like pretending like Uncle Tom don't exist. But well, I'm just mm-hmm. talking, you know.
2: My mama, told me, my mama told me I was a racist. My mama said that I was not tolerant enough for people who were not like me, and I don't think that that was necessarily true. I think she's from a culture of not addressing things that were just blatantly wrong, and it was easier to not address it at all, but I'm just not made out of that. And she would say, oh, Sharon, just wait a minute, just let me, you know, let me, let me go before you get started. <laughs> before you get started. Well, and I, I, I would,
4: yeah. I would say this one thing. So, to so I know this is a prelude to maybe to the racism that a black yeah. person cannot be racist, but they can be a bigot.
2: Okay. Well, right. Well, and see, I've done a show on that, and I was a little confused with that, and I actually still disagree. I think that if you esteem your race. <laughs> Uh, I don't care that it's functionally not able to be superior But if you esteem and support and empathize and sympathize And give way and opportunity to people who are just like you Because they are like you racially Then you're a racist That's what I think I don't know if that is the clinical definition or not But it's some racist black people It's a mean black people They mean a me Than white people are to me and, and I want y'all to to know about it. And just because I have my hair sewn in, I got lots of hair up under here. I just wanna do what I want to do to my hair. I wanna do what I wanna do, and that don't mean I wanna be white. I don't wanna be white and I'm not a red bone. We're gonna talk about that. I am a brown coffee color girl. How about that?
0: Mm hmm.
2: <laughs> you ain't gonna say nothing about that coffee, huh? Well, I have a song. <laughs> don't say nothing about the coffee, don't say nothing about the coffee. I thought I had downloaded a song because I had lots of great songs to add onto the to the timeline, and one of those was my new song, and it's a, a song called Coffee in the Morning, and I don't see it because I knew that Mr. Sperling was a connoisseur of coffee, and he has a coffee company. And um, I was going to play that, but I don't quite see it right now, and that's really bothering me because I did download it. Maybe I need to clean up my, my board. But we'll play something else. So until next time, until next show, this is your Empress signing off. You Have a good night, Miss L. We're going we're gonna to have a good show, okay?
0: Sounds good. Good All night.
2: Right. Good night. And I wish
0: I could pay. Oh I'm
1: The latter later Let's try and put your back on me Then I'ma take it hey. What is this? Macchiato, be taste uh. Caffeinated your body I swear to y'all, I'ma stay on. Uh. Grab a towel, she needed. Uh. Now she opened again She say my stroke is a stone I let that soak in mm-hmm. What's up with it? More. Okay, what's really good? More. I never know your bad side Until you show your good Okay, what's up with it? Then let me set the mood Crazy. She said she don't on the first night The morning would. Yeah. Read some movies and no songs. Emulate 50 Shades over Joe as grows. But I'm joking, I'm tryna send your body that notion. If nobody throw me you float, I'ma drown in the ocean. Come and take this work, fuck around, be late to work. At the conversation phase, let's play, you hang up first. Put your silly self, pictures in my silly Well, kisses give a goosebumps, Well, that's cool, I used to do the braille. stop, baby. Ain't mean to wake it. I could put you back to sleep if that's a consolation. And I'm tired of waiting So no more disappointment I'm not your regular yo. I'll be your company
2: thing begins with an honest open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place and you can just weigh in, listen or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the empire where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens.